0: Good love all gracious queens are to just queens the time has come. United Queen of Ed. Yeah. I really want this podcast to work. Okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> need you to step your pussy up. Are
1: you asking if I masturbate? <laughs>
0: Do you masturbate in House of Fraser (laughs) when it used to be here?
1: Have they closed House of Fraser? I think so. No, they haven't. You're thinking of... um... Topshop. No, that has shut, though. What's the other one that's shut? I swear. Oh, God, my memory. I
0: swear House of Fraser's gone.
1: Well, no one told me. When am I going to wank now?
0: (laughs) John Lewis, hello.
1: I'm not fancy enough to wank in John Lewis. I wank in (laughs) (laughs) B&M.
0: That is fancy than Poundland.
1: True, I would never wank in Poundland, I'm better than that. My mum raised me right.
0: <laughs> hey, don't sniff at Poundland, okay?
1: But yes, apparently the key to a successful podcast is being disgusting and sharing too much, so apparently I had it right all along.
0: Yeah, I'm being extremely hypocritical, but we'll get into that when we uh, touch on the new, on the podcast.
1: Well, one thing we do on the United Kingdom podcast, on the Drag Race recaps but we've never done another recap to do this, is we do a very unique and special rating system, which I don't know if you're aware, it's nice. out of 10. So the ones, your twos, your threes, that's like a lower episode. And then your eights, your nines, God forbid your tens, that is a really good episode. 10 out of 10 being along the lines of perfect. It's very complicated, but you'll get the hang of it. So do you want to mm-hmm. rate this episode, episode one of, and just like that.
0: I give it a B minus. Oh, sorry, it's numbers, isn't it? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Um, I'm going to give it a seven.
1: A seven. Interesting. Mm. I'm going to also give you. Give you? No, give it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm rating you out of Don't two. Give it a seven. 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 I was just going to say that seven. So <laughs> we're quoting Monica from Friends when she's doing the orgasm thing. Seven! <laughs> I do not want your seven. Do you know what? Let's just do a quick friends recap while we're here. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to join you on seven because I think it had a lot wrong with it, but I want to be yes. optimistic. <laughs> And by the end of the episode, obviously we'll get to what happens, but I was it definitely wanted to watch more. So it wasn't a case of like, oh, this is so bad I don't want to even watch anymore. Which is good, because we're recapping it. But um the 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 start, I had a very strong sense of dread.
0: <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. The very even from the very first scene Second. before
1: she's even turned around <laughs> I know and I think it because a lot of it is the shock of I don't know why it is so shocking this series because obviously we have had the films which were pretty bad but this does feel like it feels like everyone is kind of has aged about 50 years so it, I guess on film there's a lot of pressure from Hollywood to kind of Maybe they spend more on lighting and maybe the actors felt more pressure to get work done and maybe on TV they feel like they can be more themselves. But it was a little bit of a surprise to see them all looking this way. And I don't mean that shady.
0: I know. I mean, we've even got deaf people running around. No offence. Who? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Would they be listening? I mean, I don't know. Um,
1: So, I mean, straight off the bat, we get a COVID reference. And the thing is, I I really like the fact that Sex and the City, the original series, never kind of referenced what was going on in the world. It was always its own thing. Even when 9-11 happened, which was obviously the biggest thing to ever happen in New York, and Sex and the City is such a New York show, they made one very vague reference to it on the show and then did a tribute. Exactly, and they,
0: they dedicated the episode
1: yeah yeah that i did i really did and god everyone's so sick of hearing about it it was the last thing I, I wanted to open it with it was just
0: and also it depends on where you come everyone has a different perspective on everything that's happened but to me as well it's like you say they ignore everything before it just felt like almost propaganda like yeah we get it use because carry use hand sanitizer and i miss it when it was legal to be six feet yeah we know like we know and no one misses those days. Like, they were torturous for everybody.
1: And even that aside, it's such <coughs> worn territory at the moment. Like, which TV show hasn't made a reference to COVID? And when they were doing this, they must know it's a year later. So, like, any fatigue then is even worse now. But just, exactly. <laughs> just as we're already fr- getting off on a very bad first impression. <laughs> It's negative, Nancy's. Um, quickly, Bitsy comes in to save the day. What did you make? I mean, she's one of the characters we we quote the most from the original series. Um, what did you make of her being so quickly part of the show?
0: I was thrilled to see her. She's as um, understated as ever. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, you know, she was a light relief because I was already eye-rolling. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, it was needed to have the high high camp fabulosity. And she seemed and high and
1: camp, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> um, so that that was good. I mean, you know, it was a bit random, but they always bumped into her randomly, didn't they? That
1: was the She's thing actually not in the about. show that much, the original, but I guess no. they needed someone to be catching up with to explain the Samantha thing, because that was addressed straight away, which again, I didn't know yes. if that was going to be the case. And they kind of did a weird thing where they... Um, kind of let the audience for a second think Samantha might be dead, which we knew from news stories that she definitely wasn't killed off. But they said, Samantha's no longer with us. Let that hang in there for a second. And it was just like, I, I said it when we talked about the trailer and stuff, but I just feel like they're using this feud to kind of, as almost like a wink at the audience. And I just don't yes. think that's the right way to play this, with Kim Cattrall being actually very upset about all this. I just think and it's. And still not... alive, <laughs> by the way. And still alive. Samantha's alive. <laughs> so they say Samantha's alive. She's in London. We get the we don't find out yet what happened, actually. We'll get to that, won't we? But we know that yeah. she's not there.
0: So she's not, she the fourth musketeer is not there. And um and it's also quite little um uh, a little kind of introduction back into their sort of characters so Charlotte is you get a hint that she's just as ridiculous as she was in Mexico so that's nice
1: yeah she ha- didn't shit herself in this episode though so that's progress
0: she, well she had verbal diarrhea
1: yeah well, maybe she's got better at hiding it and <laughs> yeah. um, Miranda straight away talks about I mean oh my god so she mentions Brady's condom I mm-hmm. so when was the second film
0: uh, in my nightmares, but I think in real life, <laughs> in the it of hell. was... Was that like 10 uh, years ago? Yeah, it was like 2011 or 12 or something. And was Brady in that film?
1: Uh, my memory is... Not...
0: Yes, because... Oh, was he a little boy? He's a little boy, because in the first one, he's like four or five when her and Steve
1: split. I don't
0: remember him because he's Because he's, uh, he's 17 now.
1: But so... they said Brady's condom before they showed us Brady, so straight away I'm like jesus <laughs> brady five-year-old brady because i mean for me time hasn't really moved on that much i mean i i look the same for one but um mm-hmm. yes yeah, so i've got this five-year-old brady with his condom and i'm like jesus like it didn't ease us into that kind of slapped us around the face with it and then they have a discussion their first discussion as a trio about how they look which is kind of i think this is what this show is doing is kind of whatever the audience is saying they're also saying it it's a bit meta yes. it's a bit self-knowing so it's like everyone on the trailer straight away was like you look old you look this and it's like we talked about it last week but they are also doing it they're saying talk dressing Miranda's gray hair addressing Carrie Dye's hers, blah 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 yeah like they're leading
0: with it they're the leading with it it's probably like I could imagine them in the writers room being like you know, like how Eminem in the final rap says, I am white, I am poor, I do, you know, it's like, let's just lead with it. Yes, we're old, deal with it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: let's say it before
0: the critics do. Yeah, um, but no, it is, it is kind of meta, and that's also a little bit of a a thing I don't like, because it's like, this isn't audience participation, like, ignore the but it's obvious that those those people are going to talk about age. But I did quite like the, the hair dye convo. Because it is like, I don't know, would I let myself go natural? I don't know if I would.
1: Well, judging by your hair downstairs, you have no issue with going natural. Um, but... No, and as long
0: as the curtain matches the drapes.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going grey and I don't mind it. Because, I mean, I think it's because for years I was so worried as many men are about going bald my dad's bald i've had some hair loss and some receding so like now that it's going gray i'm like well to be honest i'm just grateful it's still there and i do think i yes. mean this is an unfair thing for women but men society tends to be a bit kinder to men graying than women so i understand there's more pressure on a woman although i love gray hair on a woman i actually don't think it suits cynthia nixon but i do yeah, like it, it on other women. yeah she's too like pale. i'll just that that cut of it I, I kind of like when a woman gets older and it goes witchy and kind of crazy, but and yeah, then obviously like Miranda Priestly looks amazing, uh, obviously Meryl Streep. I think it suits her, but I just am not seeing it for Cynthia Nixon, to be honest.
0: But also, she's got highlights. It's not like she's just got this grey. It's been done and styled and she has highlights in it. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, to me, it looks deliberately almost like she's dyed it grey.
1: Yeah, well, I think if, if the lesbian storyline is happening, then I think this hair is very integral to that. Um, so the, the main thing I don't... Well, not the main thing. I've already mentioned five things I don't like. But something I really didn't like was we get Carrie on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm just not buying... We have know Carrie as a character very, very well. I just don't believe she would go down this route at all.
0: No, no. She only had a phone about two years ago. I know. Remember when she sends the email to Aiden. she's like,
1: can he see me? She couldn't at her own wedding figure out the phone. She had to give it to Lily. Yeah. She threw her phone in the ocean. She threw her phone in the ocean. She didn't back up her fucking laptop. She's always been shit with technology. She hasn't been someone who cares about being cool or let down with the kids. She has money. Big is rich as fuck. She has a successful career. There is no reason for her to be on Instagram. No. and, And it's not even about her or her career it's about taking pictures of other people that is so not Carrie she would never do that none of this rings in that. any way true and then Miranda's saying she doesn't like podcasts whereas actually I, I think Miranda would because she likes the trashy magazines. she liked the escapism she does keep up with like technology and always was like in the exactly. film like, where's the wi-fi so I'm just straight away like I'm I know these characters the people who write this show clearly know them well SJP is an executive producer she knows Carrie inside out I'm not buying a lot of this stuff that they're doing, which is annoying. I totally
0: agree, and like Miranda's not a snobby girl. You know, she moved to Brooklyn. She wouldn't judge podcasts like that. Everyone knows that you have some really good uh, podcasts, like investigative journalist podcasts. Not this one, really... yeah, but
1: there are good podcasts out there. <laughs> they are. They
0: do exist. I know it. That um, she just wouldn't. And but you know, it's all part of the old like older lady storyline. So like I'm too old for podcasts, which, you know, Miranda would love podcasts. She would literally tell Steve, go away. I'm listening to my podcast with my coffee.
1: Well, exactly. Podcast isn't this new cool thing either. It's not like fucking TikTok they're talking about. I mean, podcasts, everyone listens to podcasts of all ages. They've been around for a good while now. And like I say, Miranda is no dinosaur. Neither is... Well, Carrie's a bit more traditional. So they just got it all the wrong way around. And then we've got Charlotte babbling on about LTW, who's this... BLT. BLT. So this is the new... One of the new characters. She... I've already forgotten who she is. She's something to do with the piano and Lily. So
0: she's... Her son is plays piano with Lily, um, who we'll get on to later. Um, have something to say about her. Uh, but her... And they met about Lily. through... The, about Lily. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Even Lily's not safe. Um, <laughs> they they meet through that. And so I'm guessing she she's a very stunning woman.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's very fashionable... Uh, very cool and guess what Chicken she lives on the edge because she eats
1: chips oh my god I was gonna say that I was like they act like french fries are heroine in this scene they're like oh my god who ordered the french fries (laughs) Carrie's like "I, I, I don't know you well enough to say this yet and Miranda's like any friend of french fries it's like it's a small fucking plate of french fries that no one's even eaten anyway so (laughs) it's just just a decoration it's like (laughs) Jesus Christ are we still doing this this is so the first film with fucking when Samantha bought on three pounds and they had that intervention
0: (sighs) I know. It's so funny because as we go on with the episode, it's so woke about everything, but it's still <laughs> like fry shaming. Like, okay. So know- I guess you can't put on a little bit of weight still. I
1: know. I, um, everyone on Reddit was calling it Woke in the City, which is not that mm. clever a name, but I thought of a better one. Sex and oh, yes. diversity. diversity. Oh, very...
0: Good. Because it
1: has been, as we feared last week, it's very jammed in. And like we feared last week, I was like, as long as the characters are good and interesting in their own right, to be honest, none of the new characters have interested me. Lisa, I would say the least. Um, <laughs> it was a bad introduction with the fries. Yeah. Um, but then we're left with She Goes uh, and whatever storyline that is. Oh,
0: and also uh, Charlotte pressures Carrie to go to the recital.
1: yes. She does. Which
0: was such a dickhead. I mean, I'm sorry, I just want to put this out on the record. I've got a 19 month old. I would never pressure you to do something like that in the future, especially if you have plans.
1: I'm so glad that it's on record so I can replay it. Yeah, it's on record.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who does that?
1: I know. And I was really confused that they were making this a storyline. Obviously, it makes sense when you get to the end of the episode. But I was like, it? are these the dramas we're getting into? Like Lily's piano recital. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, and obviously one of the things you remember from Sex and the City is going to amazing events, fashion runways and stuff. And now it, it hits home where we are right now, which I get yeah. it. I know maybe, maybe we wouldn't want to see them running around to fabulous parties. But what we're getting now is piano recitals and funerals. I mean... Yeah, it, it really I mean, maybe it's like
0: post, post-COVID post and all that, maybe they want to, if it's been mentioned already 5,000 times, so maybe they want to be realistic about that.
1: Maybe. But I think they are just thinking, like, this is the age these women are. I don't think they're going to be... Although people their age can be at fabulous parties, and I hope there is some to come. Um, yeah, me too. We get Miranda and Carrie walking and talking about the Samantha feud. So basically yeah. it's that Carrie fired Samantha as her publicist because her books, she wasn't really, it not sound like she was making new books or the books weren't selling. So she didn't need a publicist and Samantha cut her out completely. The um, yeah, the weird which, thing about you know, the, uh, Sorry, yes. go ahead. The weird thing is that um, this explains why maybe Samantha and Carrie are speaking, which A, is not very believable anyway but why would she completely stop speaking to miranda and charlotte as well
0: exactly exactly and look the one of the things with carrie that a lot of people feel is she's a very bad friend in many many ways throughout the show she talks about herself non-stop um you know she was kind of uh on board with everyone blaming Miranda for Steve cheating you know all these things she's, she, she's in many ways a very annoying friend and there's two sides to every story so why over just that one thing what did they do to Samantha?
1: In the show? I don't
0: buy it yeah I don't buy it why wouldn't Charlotte and Miranda still talk to her?
1: I wonder if, well, I wonder if they're going to get into this, but I wonder if it's almost reflecting real life, which seems to be what they're doing, which is that Miranda and Charlotte had to pick a side. Maybe Samantha was like, are you going to back me up? They were like, no. Mm. And that's how it's fallen this way, which is what's happened in real life. Because Miranda, especially Cynthia Nixon, I think did get on with Kim Cattrall, but apparently now they're not really speaking. Um, so they kind of all have made their bed. I mean, obviously they're going to make their bed with the one who is still giving them a big check. Gives them a job, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But do you think Kim Patrya will be watching this? Do you think she has now watched this episode, these two episodes? I don't think so. I, f- I don't I, think so. I really don't know. I feel like she almost will have to watch it to... Well, I think she'll have to at least have her team tell her like, exactly what was yeah, said. Yeah, she
0: might have lawyers and stuff as well watching it. Or she might have, yeah, like her, her BFFs watching it. I mean, she's, she's, she gives me the impression that when she says she's done, she's done.
1: Yeah, but I also think how could you not watch? I mean, I think they're taking digs at her. I think Carrie says her or Miranda says her pride got damaged about yes. Samantha, and I feel like that's a saying that about Kim, and then, they that Miranda says that's all we can do about just like hoping that she yes. comes around and says it's so weird, and it, clearly that feels like it's how they feel about the real feud. Um. Mm. So yeah, and then we get Shandy. we we get to Lily who is now older i guess they're all older so why would she not be that's continuity yeah. um what do you are you ready to have your rant about her
0: well she's just as obnoxious um as she was in the movies and i know in the movie she was about four.
1: Oh, she was annoying um, as fuck in the movie Let's be honest.
0: she did ruin the wedding i mean big ruin the wedding but i'm also for the purpose of my rant gonna blame lily um but she's Private school, upper East side, very arrogant, very entitled. Uh, I find her; she's just not my kind of gal.
1: She was giving me actually new Samantha. I felt like she because she was quite sassy. And she was sassy. I preferred her in this to the film, so I have high hopes for it. But um, and I liked the dress. I know that was Charlotte picking. I that hated dress. that
0: dress. Is
1: it Oscar De La Rente, She said. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Yeah. Um, no,
0: I w- I'm with Rose on that. I wouldn't wear that dress.
1: And then again, I'm, sh- I'm showing myself to be very bad here, but I do just have a bit of a. Like, I know loads about celebrities and stuff, but sometimes with children, I have a real weak blind spot. And when another child came into the picture with Charlotte, I had no recollection of anyone but Lily, and I know. So. so So Charlotte, obviously in the first one, was pregnant and had a baby, but for some reason that storyline ended there for me and I forgot that this baby existed and has grown up to be a girl. Well, always was a girl. So that was a shock to me to see this child who's not adopted.
0: (laughs) Yes, and in in the second film, she struggles... She struggles with two mo- two children in the second film. I know
1: and I've watched it recently, I don't know why I just, it just it doesn't seem to have stuck in my head. So these these kids are not very interesting. Up. It's not very interesting, so it kind of has you know. surprised me. Um, but Harry, she's obviously Harry, a
0: tomboy.
1: Yeah, we're get we're getting a trans storyline there in the making. Okay. Um, yeah, Harry looks the same, which I think is kind of the benefit of not being that hot when you're younger. Is there's not bit much weirded. to lose
0: a little bit saggy
1: you can see a few bits here or there but I mean anyone who fancied him then I'm sure you'd fancy him just as much now I don't know who those people yeah. are I mean I probably I, no. out of him, Big and Steve now Steve's lost his hearing I probably would Harry the most um, um,
0: now Steve's lost his hearing I would go with Big
1: after the death yeah,
0: yeah because you know the will and everything
1: Oh, God, yes, she's going to be so rich. No wonder she was not fucking crying, but we will get to that. <laughs> um, so Big is now 800 years of age, plot twist. And were you expecting him <laughs> to die? Did, did we talk about it last week?
0: Uh, yeah, I, say, I don't think he looks that old. You think he looks ancient. I don't think he looks that bad.
1: He looks so fucking old. But the thing is, <laughs> I think this was one of the biggest clues in hindsight that he was going to die, because I think Chris Noth has... Been not looking bad, I mean, looking pretty much like a normal man of his age, but obviously in Hollywood, you're put under a lot of pressure. So I think in the films, he's dyed his hair, he's lost a bit of weight before those, so he looks more biggish. The fact in the trailer that Big looked like Chris North was probably one of the biggest clues that he was not long for the series because he didn't bother actually... And actually, it fits in with the storyline of man on verge of death. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the thing that is annoying is... Carrie and Big, straight away, their chemistry was awful. And it's like, if you want this to pack a punch, this death, you kind of want us to to show us what was great about Carrie and Big. And they were fucking making me cringe so much. I
0: know. I'm so glad you said that because I thought that too. And it's, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker does this kind of acting sometimes where she's trying to be like realism at home and she's almost becomes very monotone and very like, I'm phoning the scene in. And it almost verges on like, he's annoying me.
1: Yeah. Did you get that
0: vibe? She she always talks to him ha- like he's annoying her. And, and you know, when you rewatch the show, I always think he's he was actually the one, he was very communicative with her. She always chose to ignore the signs. And it's in this vibe, he's being very chirpy, cheerful, you know, I know you like to go out and about, but so when we're at home, I've got music on, we're cooking, I'm singing for you. And she's just, she just seems very unreceptive. And I agree, the chemistry is considering they've been doing this now for a thousand years it's very strange the chemistry was really bad
1: I think the chemistry with Carrie and Big one of the reasons it was exciting in the original show was they were never really together they did have a few times properly together in the first season or so and and the chemistry was good but generally a lot of it was to do with him never being fully available and that tug of war between them and then obviously the series ended when they were together and I never got good chemistry in the either of the films either so I guess but this is even worse and he is acting really creepy he seemed like the Joker his lips looked quite red <laughs> he kept doing this voice yeah. and, and they started dancing in the middle of the kitchen and I thought because at this point I was sure he was about to die because I'd already known Sex and the City 3 the movie was meant to be about big dying and I always thought they were going to and Chris North seems like he would wanted to leave the character for a while anyway so yeah, I he, he always was complains die. about it. I mean, he's been slagging it off in the promos for this show. Yeah. So it's like, he's really <laughs> dumb. He's out. And I thought he was going to have a heart attack when they were dancing. Um, but it didn't happen. And, but I, th- I felt like, were you pretty sure at this point Biggs are to
0: Yeah. And I had actually forgotten, like, for some reason, when I started watching it, that that was a rumour. Even though we discussed it last week. But, um, so then I was sort of building up. And then she was like, um... Cigar and Peloton in one day. I was like, oh yeah, he's going to have a heart attack.
1: Yeah. And also the, the, the publicity team last week put out a press release saying, and expect a very big death from this season. I was like, well, <laughs> that's not really that much of a... <laughs> you think that's more subtle than it is, honey. Um, no, no. So we, we uh, get,
0: But then I got quite excited. So I was, I was getting excited for the death.
1: Oh, me too. I mean, it really needed to happen. There was There's nothing else you can do with Carrie and Big apart from what is happening. So I, I completely back this decision. And also, the other storyline I like in the show is Miranda and this alcoholism. So she's walking along the street, holding onto a grey bob as if it's a wig. Did you notice that? She was <laughs> like, a wig. I was
0: like, girl, <laughs> get your weave. But she comes out of the tube
1: and she, <laughs> there's a tiny goose of wind and she's like, oh! She's like clinging onto that and it's clearly That's a, a real leaf. hair. And it's like, if it wasn't, why is it grey? And anyway, she goes into a bar, and Mirandy like Warhol. I think she is. I thought it Mirandy Warhol. I thought it was the bar that she met Stephen. Did you recognize that? Or if no, I no, it's just back? a
0: random ass bar. Maybe it was. I did not I didn't. They focused that. on I'll it as if it back. was
1: a reference, and I think it was the bar she met Stephen. And they said it was eleven o'clock. And then she said, well, we always say it's 11 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. But, or does <laughs> like she say good. five o'clock? I don't know. But no, we... she
0: says it's 11 o'clock somewhere, which is very early. I don't think we say 11,
1: do we? <laughs> no, well, the time we made it a joke was when you said, oh, it's 5pm somewhere because you want a drink. And I said, it's 5pm it's here. <laughs> <laughs> which is... Like... <laughs> here is somewhere um so obviously it was very it's not very subtle clearly they're making Miranda an alcoholic now this I buy into this isn't completely out of step with her character for me what do you think
0: no I mean it is a little bit I could see her solo drinking to manage stress maybe um it's something that I don't feel personally was touched on that much in the series she got blind drunk when she was with that policeman but that was because she was feeling insecure so maybe she's feeling insecure about her age and maybe a bit of repression inside so she's drinking to numb the feelings of this change in her life turning 60 and all that sort of stuff
1: well yeah that is the reference from the show is the the guy who left the AA card. Uh, but I don't think that you have to have always acted like an alcoholic to be one. So I, th- I think it but I think Miranda's character always in the original show like she was always made out to be like quite in sometimes out of control with food. In a not in a mm, crazy that's way true. But, but in an yeah. indulgent yeah. way. Control. She got addicted yeah. to Stevo. So I think that her having a relationship like this with alcohol if there was going to be One of the four, well, obviously, Samantha would be an obvious one. But if not Samantha, then I think Miranda makes sense with this. And speaking of alcoholics, can I take this moment to mention JJ Whitley's new vodka brand? The flavors are blue raspberry and gold artisanal, great value and available for just £16 at Sainsbury's. The perfect way to make your family bearable this Christmas. Was Mm, that very smoothly done?
0: delicious.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I want some now. I've actually got some at my house, hence why I'm mentioning it. So if you want to come over, then you know where I am.
0: Honey, not even delicious vodka will make me want to spend time with you in person.
1: Okay. Loud and clear. Um, so Loud and queer. <laughs> this um, next scene is top three cringiest oh, scenes oh, in the episode. In history.
0: In history. In history of TV. This you... is the problem with when you need to, which you don't even need to touch upon a subject that A, has been so rammed down everybody's throats, but B, if you have to take potentially something that might have been a very minor thing that could potentially happen to someone and turn it into this ginormous hyper-reality to the point where it's just ridiculous lunacy that would never happen in a million years You've lost your way. You've lost the point of the whole thing in the first place.
1: So this is Miranda talking about her teacher's hair, the braids. Is that what <sighs> we're on?
0: Yeah. That's what we're on. And I'm on one, let me tell
1: you. Yeah. So she walks in, she gives a monologue for like 10 minutes and it's really cringe and she keeps digging. And I just think that Miranda's character is way smarter than this and would never yeah. put What have they it done
0: like- to Miranda? They've turned her into this like, you know, this is the problem. It's like you know having all these you know good liberal views they're turning these things into these crazy almost cult-like things like miranda went out with a black guy she has no problem she didn't speak to him like that in any
1: way absolutely and i'm not even buying her whole career change i mean they kind of did no, it at the, the beginning of the last film where she wanted to do more legal work that would help people and maybe i can buy into that but like First of all, Miranda is so successful. She was a partner in a firm. Why she would end up in a class with these, like, kids, I just don't. Maybe it's something about education I don't understand. I just don't buy it. I just think whatever she wants to do, she's a very powerful lawyer in New York with a lot of money. I don't think she needs to be in one of these student classes and making a fool of herself. And it's just not in keeping with her character.
0: And it's not real life. Again, it's like in what world in um, higher education when you're doing a master's does a woman walk in and because she's not 20 everyone stares at her like ooh, yeah it's a, pre- a menopausal woman's in the room first of all there would be other people her age there everyone goes back to higher education at all different phases of their lives it's not just for nine no one at 19 does a master's so this is for her master's there would be older people there second of all who talks to people like this? Like, oh, I didn't mean it because you're black. That's what who talks like that in real life? Nobody.
1: Literally nobody. And if it, if anyone, maybe Charlotte would be the type to like say something like that because she was trying too hard. But Miranda is smarter but than. But she's that. got
0: the black friend in the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean none of them would really. It was silly. And um and then we've got more kind of wokeism. So Carrie's on this podcast.
0: Um, oh, God. They
1: introduced her as Cis het woman. And so I didn't... Did they mention that this woman, Che, is non-binary? So I guess I shouldn't say um,
0: woman. I but. think they did about 9,000 times. I don't know. Did you fall asleep in this scene or...?
1: I, I wasn't joking. I genuinely missed it. <laughs> like, so
0: she's like a... Je- oh, well, I got like, uh, like Mexican-Irish. Um, sh- oh, t- oh, To be honest, you know what? i don't i'm actually with you on this maybe i'm too old but it's like i don't care just tell me your fucking name
1: <laughs> well um, on reddit everyone was saying why is miranda flirting with this um, non-binary person which comes later in the episode um so i assume that was part of the introduction that i missed because it was all very fast speaking and it was all lots of those words like cis and stuff like that and it just felt like an environment that i couldn't imagine carrie finding herself in
0: no, and she looks uncomfortable. But also, it's like, okay, we get it. You want to kind of promote this thing, but her, the act, the actress playing this shady Diaz, who actually, as the episode goes on, is I quite like her. I think she's quite a funny um, character and quite a good actress. It's like this mm-hmm. is my speech that I've been sort of put in here to say we're all gender queer. Do, 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 do. In case we were all forgotten, kids, it's like, oh, my God. Can't people well, just
1: be people? They've given her a sense of humour, at least. So that, at least, kind of, rather than just be a non-binary token character, she has got a sense of humour. And, yeah, I think she is a yeah. good actress. And I looked at all the cast's Wikipedia pages, and I think she's won a Tony for something before. I think she's quite a decorated mm-hmm. star. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think um, she's a good um, person to have in the show. And I'm hoping that, is it Mikey?
1: who's the my co-host oh he's quite a famous comedian he's Jackie yes. in this I think I that's forgot. it
0: Jackie
1: I've forgotten his real name but I he's part of a really popular podcast I think he might even be part of what's that one Joe Rogan that's like the biggest podcast in the world Oh, and is he on
0: Joe Rogan?
1: I think he might be, or one of those. And I've watched videos Oh a him. Oh, he's probably a guess if he's
0: a comedian, right?
1: Yeah, he's very funny, but he once told a story that I saw. I'll send you the clip. It's so shocking. It was kind of about him. I really don't want to get this wrong if I misquote it, but it was about him being kind of sexually abused by a Down syndrome man when he was a child, but enjoying it. And he was just making it like a funny story. And I was like <laughs> watching it, like gagged, like what the fuck because i only listen to really like gays and women on podcasts but like, this was a group no. of straight men talking and they were just like their stories were they made us look very innocent i'll say because their stories were gag worthy but yeah he's well, very Bill funny. has a
0: friend that uh put out a um an advertisement to meet only dwarfs
1: oh well i'm gonna apply then jesus <laughs> I, do you know what i'm gonna check that and i bet that guy's not the guy and i've got it mixed up with someone else and i'm gonna to have to cut yeah. that but we'll so's, see so's hand. but um he's quite offensive in this episode too he's like why don't women jerk it on the subway um they talk about anal and carrie gets a few quips in um have you ever seen a man jerk it on our tube as we call it underground
0: on the tube no i've been flashed in a forest but i don't think i that's did the say same sorry thing. for that
1: so when yeah, were, that's how we met when was that
0: oh god about uh, i was about 16 and me and my friend were walking in these woods by her house and this man had a coat on and they always wear coats don't they long coat and he Middle flashed summer, us. Coat. oh and i got flashed in a gbk
1: oh my god did you get fries with that yeah. oh fries oh Dare is I? it greasy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god gbk jesus i mean burger King, i know fair enough but that's meant to be classy are they closed down as well. I haven't right? seen yes. one in ages. Um and have you ever masturbated in public? Uh,
0: let me try to think. Not this year.
1: <laughs> you like Samantha in that um, <laughs> um this week? This year?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't. Have you?
1: I remember there was an incident when I watched a very boring film at the cinema as a teenager, and something might have happened, but it was very. <laughs> oh, you're so coy. It was the Mothman prophecies, which I do not recommend watching. But I won't say oh, if I did Josh or didn't.
0: Yes. Oh no, that's Butterfly Effect.
1: No, I think he might have been in this one as well. Um, um, but yeah, I don't make a habit of it. Um, Carrie is trying to get out of this whole conversation the same way we are. She's like, "We'd like to buy yes. a vowel, please," and then she's like, "Not since Barney's closed," which. Makes Again, more sense still doesn't in the make context. sense. It makes more because she's oh, no. like, because she's so awkward, she's just trying to say anything. Whereas in the trailer, I thought it was meant to be like a really funny joke. Whereas here, <laughs> it's more like, okay, Carrie is just, and she's almost pulled up on how awkward it is.
0: And also, that guy not knowing what Barneys is, isn't he like 40 something? Yeah. Of course he's going to know what Barneys is. He lives in New York, even here in the UK when it closed. It was a huge, big deal. Like. I mean, he, of course, he would know what Barney's is.
1: My mom calls it Bloomies. I know My that's Bloomies. <laughs> yeah, any excuses? And also,
0: it? it's uh, it's so funny. Well, it's quite funny because um, the the thing that, that would, people would always say in the show was like, she's a sex columnist, but she's the, actually really kind of the most uptight out of all of them and the most judgmental. Um, of people's sexuality. She was always judging uh, Samantha, wasn't she, Carrie? But it's quite funny that she's on this podcast that's all about, like, being woke and gender fluid and this and that and that, and they judge her for not wanting to publicly say whether she's masturbated <laughs> in public.
1: Well, yeah, and a lot of people on the internet were saying after the episode, like, oh, this doesn't make sense, Carrie wouldn't be this prudish. But I agree with you, she always was like that. She, for a sex columnist, she, she got, used her witty writing to kind of write around the fact that she often didn't share that much about her life. And yeah, SJPs, she wrote about other
0: people.
1: Yeah. So, um yeah, for me that makes sense. It just doesn't make sense that she's on the podcast. We get the Miranda's lecture teacher talking to her Hot boyfriend on the phone. Like, what was the storyline now? Super
0: hot. And a younger man. Um, IVF, it seems like, they're trying for a baby. And he says, shall we do another round? And she says, my body's a bit battered. But he needs to know, because he's a musician. Yeah, so he's like, I need to go on tour.
1: When it was characters that were not the main ones, I found myself drifting off, I must admit. Um, well, no, it's
0: fair enough. And then they had an awkward encounter in the subway
1: yes one of the first one and then there's another one later um yeah it's just we very to, cringe you know
0: what we should have just like played a drinking game so every kind of woke buzzword that was mentioned take a shot so in this one she mentioned the Muslim ban and pink pussy hats
1: yeah <laughs> if we did a drink for every one of them we'd be as drunk as miranda is constantly at the moment right <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that but, but I did laugh though when she was like shouting all this kind of uh worthy uh stuff that she was doing and virtuous stuff and the tube was just like drowning her out she was so crazy, just screaming over the loud subway train I thought that was quite funny
1: see the good thing about this is I mean I'm the kind of woke uh PC agenda um is annoying a lot of people already but I don't think it's it is kind of almost being mocked within the show. Like Miranda's doing it, but she is the butt of these jokes and the actual, uh, her black teacher is almost telling her like, you're being ridiculous. So in a way, they're kind of making fun of it, but it's still kind of annoying that it's even taking up so much time in the show because there are more interesting things, I think, to do with these characters than see how they fit into all the other annoying things going on in the world at the moment.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I just don't think Miranda would be this mumbling, bumbling, pathetic, grovelling little uh, person Lesbian. who, yeah, <laughs> who, yeah, who should be on like some kind of, you know, TikTok thing. She's like you said before; she's a grown woman with a successful career. She's a mother. She's a witty, clever person. She was always the one that would kind of pull Carrie out of the madness. So why on earth she's become this? silly character who let's see her metamorphosis that let, let's see she might uh she, she's become a caricature at the moment she's a bit of a caricature
1: and carrie is a caricature no sorry <laughs> and she well she gets told by her boss her non-binary boss to uh that she has to step her pussy up and get involved more in the dialogue um so that feels kind of I mean, a lot of people online were saying that they thought Carrie wouldn't stand for that. But actually, again, I do think Carrie was never that confrontational with strangers. Like at Vogue, when she got told off, she kind of, she she generally is quite subservient in that way. So to me, that was believable.
0: No, and also I think the woman was really fair. She was like, I want this to work, but you need to talk more. You just giggled the whole time, which is true. Yeah. I think she was very bad. And also, this is uh, not important, but how many floors are they on? Because they're in that lift for ages.
1: Yes, that was the thing that stuck out the most about the episode, I think. Was
0: there 5,000 floors? They had like a five-minute conversation in the lift. It's like, how slow is this lift?
1: Well, this episode has a lot of floors, but there's a different type of floor. Um, and it needs a lift. <laughs> we get, well, a few of them have had a lift. Uh, we get Carrie writing at the laptop. And no, it's they like, haven't. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, only C- Kristen Davis. Uh, we get Carrie writing at the laptop. But who is she writing for? She doesn't have a column. She said she's not doing the book. Why is she still writing shit? But,
0: no, I thought that as well. How funny.
1: But it, I wish she would keep writing because the alternative is to go up to big and <sighs> this, oh, God, scene... this... Will haunt me to my dying day. So she asked me Big too. if he masturbates. I mean, the conversation bit is fine. And Carrie admits to wanking, which I loved because I can't even really imagine Carrie having a wank. And then she asked if she can watch him wank. And oh. I didn't even mind the, ask, the request, but it was like, oh my God, did we need to see 850 so year real. old Big jerking it <laughs> and admitting that his dick is so dry he, and he needs some <laughs> lube and like, oh, and then he, he asked to join in. And I was like, I was honestly just dying. Like, I couldn't bear it. It
0: was so real because, like you say, it was basically Chris North wanking.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Like, I mean, look, I don't mind. I, I, I appreciate the old stuff because it, we all go get old, but like And, you know, old people still have sex and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it was so real and like you say they have no chemistry so it was just sort of like her just sat there like watching him put his hands
1: down his knickers I mean I mean I hated it but at the same time I'm not angry it's in the show because at the end of the day Sex in the City the original series was always about pushing boundaries I mean if we see if we were to see Samantha now getting fucked by some guy, that's not shocking anymore. Like, they broke that boundary. But this is something yes. we don't see on TV, so... No,
0: no. And maybe we but, don't see you know, they have to it, compete. But... I mean, because you... I don't know if you've seen you on Netflix. He wanks. I hated it. And f- yeah. I hate it so bad. I don't know why everyone loves it. It's so hard to watch. It's so cringe. But yeah. he wanks in the
1: street. Oh, yeah. And everyone fancies him, and I don't get it. Like,
0: I don't get it. No, um, he doesn't do it for me.
1: But I would rather but then I thought him. it was
0: quite sweet when he like gives her a kiss and a cuddle and I, he, I quite liked that.
1: He says, I'm just looking at you. And I said, while well, I put in my notes, I was like, she's never going to see him alive again. Which turned out technically not to be true, but I got the significance of her that moment because it was very pointed. It was. And then we get the, the piano recital, the, the linchpin of the episode. Um, we get Anthony coming in with a beard faker than Bitsy Von Muffley. Um, He's looking like Liza
0: Minnelli. I'm like, is this the the second movie again? I hate (laughs)
1: that. We get Steve, who still looks hot, but now he's deaf, and that is now his only characteristic. (laughs) Like, he's just deaf. Oh, the
0: old deaf grumpy man what did you what did you say oh
1: (laughs) at least he doesn't like tia miranda blabbing (laughs) on about this human rights thing
0: steve (laughs) i asked her if she had braids what what about brady
1: (laughs) (laughs) brady did one in a condom (laughs) (laughs) and then we get stanford so we're getting a lot of the favorites here stanford obviously with a tinge of sadness because we know that the actor is dead and yeah. I'm enjoying the co- the comedic Fallout with him and Anthony, even though we never really liked their relationship. I'm finding it funny because it's believable they wouldn't get on, because they never did get on. Yes,
0: yes, bickering little. And um Stanford's becoming quite an insufferable uh little gay man.
1: Quite a little diva. I mean he always kind of was, wasn't he? But yeah, you would think Anthony yeah. was even more the diva. But they're bickering and it's quite to me this is quite a believable gay couple of their age. Um, yes, and it's quite funny. We get one thing—the probably the weirdest thing, apart from the wank in this episode—is Miranda goes for a piss in the men's room, and it's like,
0: "Oh, get your shot out! Time for another drink," because you know it's all about t- bathrooms. Who can pee in what bathroom?
1: Yeah, but I you don't know, understand stuff? the the message here because I thought. Well, I don't think anyone's fighting for everyone to use everyone's bathrooms. I think it's, like...
0: Gender-neutral bathrooms.
1: I don't know. I find this weird because I don't think this is that much of a political message. Because, I mean, it's not... This isn't involving... I mean, the issue about bathrooms that's political is for trans women to be able to use women's bathrooms. But I think still women, cis women and trans women don't want cis men to be using women's bathrooms. I don't think that...
0: And vice versa. Like, he, that man that came in was like, what are you doing in my toilet? I need to do a piss.
1: Yeah, I just found it really weird and it didn't even go anywhere. So it was like, is this just... I thought it was really stupid and unnecessary and it's like, if they were meant to be making a point, to me it wasn't quite made. So... Because no one was trans in this situation, which is what the issue tends to be about. So I just thought that was stupid. Uh, um, yeah. And then... I like the and answer. then Lily
0: is like, "Oh, I'm going to be great." It's like, "Oh, will you now?"
1: <laughs> I didn't hear her say that. So she is quite cocky, although she was great. So to So cocky, fair. yeah, annoyingly. Which I actually thought was kind of a bit of a stereotype, especially when they're trying so hard yes. to be woke. But like, Asian child pushed into prodigal prodig- Asian—that's yes. very like stereotype to me. But um, I thought they'd be avoiding that with this new tone. So, um,
0: Miranda brings wine and, um, they all act like she's brought a gun. Yeah.
1: Apart from who's like, the what? woman who wants the wine? She's the... BLT. The BLT. <laughs> um...
0: Is that what did she say? I, basically, I'm just going to do Samantha's voice for whenever she speaks. <laughs> she said, so What did she say? She's like, Who brought the wine? Or something <laughs> like that. Bottoms <laughs> up. Bottoms but- up. And then she also brings with her her husband and the next uh, Bunny McDougal.
1: Oh my God, that's literally what I wrote, the new Bunny. <laughs> she said, her, She was the funniest bits of the episode. Just so she much sass
0: i want to say this is your seat so far back
1: <laughs> okay everyone is samantha <laughs> in your head and but all the best quotes for me came from anthony so he said yes. i ho- hope you like your cosmos with a side of drama and then he said what? not hot not hot What is what he's shopping for these right. red boys he looks
0: like he's gonna kill you hot <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then did he call the yes. blt black charlotte
0: Okay, so this was ridiculous. Did I miss, that? Um, did I miss you that? He did. No, he did. He went, Oh, it's the black Charlotte. Like, like, first of all, she's she's nothing like Charlotte in any way. Yeah. Uh second of all, who points out someone's race to someone when they meet them for the first time?
1: <laughs> like what's <laughs> the what thing? World this is this? Such a PC sex in the city that's also still managing to be offensive as the last film. <laughs> it's, <just> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Everybody, 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 there's a black lady here. She's from the Upper East Side. She must be like the black version of Charlotte. No, she's not her old person.
1: But she's nothing like Charlotte. She's
0: literally nothing like Charlotte in any way.
1: And then Steve removes his hearing aid during the piano rehearsal.
0: That's hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. I loved that kid. That kid was me. Brady? The, the, the bad. No, as um, he called <clears throat> Herbert? The little boy who was really bad.
1: Uh, Was he not BLT's son?
0: Yeah, BLT's son.
1: Yeah, he was bad. Bless him.
0: And uh, Brady was making out. um, Who? Okay, and again, maybe we're not down with the kids, but I do not remember being 17 years old and feeling comfortable to snog and fuck someone within earshot and eyesight of my parents.
1: I wouldn't now. And (laughs) it was very disconcerting because I always thought Brady was going to end up with Magda. So it was just very shocking to see him with someone else. No, I'm joking. And she's dead as well. You love. (laughs) Baby is beautiful. She is dead. Baby is beautiful. She's very flirty. But I thought the actor who's seen Brady was gay. So that is throwing me off a little bit. I'm just saying. But But also,
0: he's he's underage. And obviously, children have children uh you, you know because i'm sure isn't it 18 is the legal age for sex in america
1: i think it's 16 as and well i don't know is i it? think he's legally allowed to have sex i mean i don't think miranda would be letting him if it wasn't legal although yeah, so who knows true. with the new miranda
0: i'm sorry but if my kid was shagging someone like that where the world painting was about to fly off the wall i would not let their girlfriend come over i find that so disrespectful
1: no yeah that's weird and i just don't buy it no so while all this is going on we get big i mean it's very obvious what's going on with big it's not much of a shock is it but he is on the peloton then he drops his phone in the shower and i've done that and it does make you want to die which so he does <laughs> and just you have showers <laughs> well i kind of bits and bits yellow <laughs> and they were all yellow yellow He's collapsing Because oh he'll do anything to get out of his weekend with Carrie And then she <laughs> she comes back And what did you make of this whole scene of her finding him?
0: I have a confession
1: You fell asleep
0: I cried my eyes out
1: You did Well, at least someone did I did, did.
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> Carrie was like, How come I'm more upset About this than you
1: I know What the fuck This was such a weird reaction <laughs> First of all She saw him on the floor And then looked at him For like a cool 15 minutes Before going over <laughs>
0: What I mean Maybe she was in shock But I, I, I did You know I got really quite touched Because it was like He waited for her
1: Yeah That look he gave her Was really sweet But then she goes over And gets her shoes wet In the shower which I know. Carrie would not do that Even if He was dying. I think she would have gone over, taken them off, put on some slippers, made a drink, a snack. like Got her laptop out. Wound, (laughs) written about it for a bit. And then (laughs) even though she's not got a column and then come and checked on him. (laughs) (laughs) Call an ambulance, bitch. What are you doing? What do you do? When the man you
0: love is laying on the floor dying, dot, 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 question mark. And I couldn't help but wonder, was romance as
1: dead as my husband? (laughs) Uh, And just like that, Big died. And that's what they said. I wrote that before it was in the episode. I mean, it was quite obvious, but and just like that, Big died. You could have written it yourself. I know. Well, some of these bits I could have written better. Um, So Big is dead. And then we get You've Got the Love, which is an amazing throwback to. Yes.
0: um,
1: That was the last song on the finale episode, wasn't it?
0: yeah where it all should have just ended there,
1: but here we are, <laughs> yeah, really, but we <laughs> wouldn't be doing this um so what do you think of the first episode overall?
0: um overall, the woke stuff was just way too saturated, but I feel like I'm hoping that they just threw it all in one episode and then just got it out the way like a big vomit, like a woke vomit. um, I thought it was quite cool that he died in the very first episode, me too um. It's an interesting tone now. Where do we go from here? Um, Charlotte is awful. What have yes, they done to her?
1: Yes, I'm not liking anything to do with Charlotte here or her family. Harry a little bit, but I, I'm not interested in anything. And she hasn't even really been... Well, I guess, the, yeah, she has, but we'll get to that in the next episode. But I mean, they're not doing a lot with her.
0: No, she's a literally a plot device to bring in a new character.
1: And we've lost Samantha, so it's like everyone should be getting more storyline not less Mm, and speaking of Samantha Uh, I wanted to to do a thing where every episode we said what would Samantha say about this episode or about what's going on
0: oh my god okay you go fast
1: well I was thinking it would be like well honey Big's dead but there's plenty more cock in the sea let's grab a drink and get out there (laughs)
0: I think she'd say Honey You've got to get Back out there It's like riding a bike Oh Too soon
1: (laughs) See this is better Than the episode And we love (laughs) Samantha We miss Samantha And speaking of People we love um, Some we love very much I just wanted to share something about my amazing co-host Sam Dowler this week or some of some of you know him Sam Dula. he's had some really sad news he lost his dad recently and is currently going through a very difficult time as you would be able to imagine um and the reason i want to share that on a comedy podcast is because i know sam makes a lot of you laugh every week and cheers you up if you're having a shit day like he does to me so if ever there was a time to reach out to him with a nice message i think now would be a good time his email is sam dowler at hotmail.com and i think most of you follow his socials he's on at sam dowler time on instagram and his bank details are salt code two 20- zero no i'm joking but uh, i checked <laughs> i checked that it was okay to share that and i know it'd mean a lot um to him to hear from you so if you want to get in touch please don't hesitate oh and trolls give him a week off right now okay yeah. we love you sam we love you sam and i think um that would be a good place to end it and we're gonna jump right into episode two because they dropped a they dropped a double penetration on us
0: They certainly
1: did. Um, I think we
0: should take a break. The bar around the corner is opening in 15 minutes. So should we get a quick drink?
1: Well, It's 11 o'clock somewhere. Let's do it. (laughs) No, the wine takes too long. Just the bourbon. Great. Just the bourbon. (laughs) Quick, quick, quicker. I'm making a speech quicker. (laughs) I'm making a speech. Oh, we're referencing something Um, that's not happened yet. Okay. Shit. (laughs) I'm sure everyone binged both episodes. I don't think anyone's spacing them out. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.